and a mouse keep running, running and 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 running, running Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 130. That is 130 in most parts. Uh, And we're here. I'm here with Brandon, obviously. We have three books tonight. We have some mail. But before we do jump into that, let me tell you where you can find us all over the place. And that would be, are you there, Brandon? Yeah, you're being muted. I don't know if you were talking, but I did not hear you. (laughs) I only said yo anyway. I I was like, where is he? Where is he gone? He's already passed out. But yes, you can find us on the internet at WS Marvel Comics. That would be where you'd go to find us on Twitter. Follow us. We follow you back. We also have a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where we review mostly all of the books. The reviews should hit around 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday. That is new comic book day not a lot coming up this week seems like one of the lowest amount of books coming up from marvel since we started the podcast usually there's like 732 they wanted to let uh iron man start next week they wanted to let that shine iron man does indeed iron man 2020 and when i see it i'm like Wait a second, that's not 2099. Oh, yeah, it is 2020 now. That doesn't make sense. But we also have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash weird science where you can go and support us for this podcast. If you listen to the DC podcast, that as well. But also you can go and get many other shows, including a once a week Marvel Spotlight picked by the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew. Beep boop. And last week they picked some winners. They picked some books that and <laughs> Brandon sure had a big smile on his face. Well, number one, we didn't know what Miles Morales, the end number one, really was. Now, we have another one coming up this this week. So these the ends are going to be coming fast and furious, it seems, minus Vin Diesel, of course. But <laughs> we ended up having that one. Shame. We didn't like it too much. Right. It was, was that. No. Then Not they also picked the amazing Mary Jane number four, which we haven't liked much at all. And no. I did see some people defending it on comic book roundup. The some people in interesting the, take. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a hot take indeed. Uh, the, in the user reviews and uh, for the first time, and I thought it was funny, a user review was just there to throw shade at a regular review. Uh, yeah. Thank I God. I am number one, did not review Amazing Mary Jane on the site because then it'd be there. Number two, I'm glad I'm not Chase Magnet because he was getting shade thrown at him very hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I actually, I actually felt Eric's bad. Eric's now scared of him because he is now a burn victim. Yes. I actually felt bad for old Chase Magnet. Mainly because I actually think that's a pretty cool name. Chase he was being Man. called out by name right. specifically. Yeah, really. Too. I'm telling you, the reviewers are running scared. Uh, usually I line up fairly well with the user reviews, but you don't always. And I know that this might start a trend. And I know for a fact, if I get shade, through, I can't just sit back and, and just take that. There mm. will be a battle. It'll be one, two, three, four. They're going to be a thumb war. Is what's going to happen if that happens to me. Uh, but it will. 
I'm sure it will. I usually get called out on the sites is where I get called out. But, hey, that's how it goes. But They we have- know where to find you. Yeah, they do. I mean, here, there, everywhere. They, you end up with us here on the site, you know, or the podcast and uh, two sites. So it's very easy to come and find me and throw lots of shade, which we'll get a little uh, in the mail in a little bit oh, because, nice. you know, Can't Steve wait. mailed in. And no, he boy. figured that he figured, well, you know, uh, King Thor, they cut it. So I have another. Of course, it's about Thor. Well, he's going to attack you. Yeah. It's about Thor. And uh, I do have a rebuttal. And it's funny, too, because what what happens is me and Steve will talk. You know, in the we have a, a group that we talk about to review the comics at Marvel with the whole deal on the uh, WS Marvel Comics Twitter deal. And there, everybody's civil. We're all talking. We're all buddies laughing. Yeah, and then he, he, I, I swear, he's like, okay, let's shut down the Twitter and let's get down to business. And then he just starts throwing massive shade and fire at me in the mail. But we'll see. I may have a full out rebuttal. To prove him wrong, because that is why I am here, but really why both of us are here. Talk comics, and we're going to start with the first one. Like I said, we have three books. We're going to talk Ghost Rider, Venom, and Star. Uh, some of these might be the last time we talk about a book, maybe, yeah. if it's up to Brandon. Uh, <laughs> or we'll see. Maybe one will shift over to the Friday night show. Uh, we'll see. But Ghost Rider number four, this is a book that... I'm kind of like when it comes out and we decide what books we're going to do, I'll always go with it. Or if you told me you didn't want to talk about it, I'll go with that too. Yeah, you're I, fine I'm, either way. I'm really I, I not that like invested. I feel like I'm hanging on for something to really just slap me across the yeah, place and be like, like yeah, this is what it is. But yeah, uh, yeah. It, that, that hasn't come really. Yeah, I, it's weird. I don't it, know if this is the moment necessarily I've been waiting for at the end of this issue, uh, but I think it's trying to be one. I actually, I actually laugh because we were actually talking about it and we were talking about the cliffhanger page and then what's coming up next. And I see now this issue is the conclusion of this arc. It does say the King of Hell conclusion here, which I didn't see right away because we were debating. We we figured that next issue must end the arc that we at least finish it out. I think it's going to be one of those that the arc per se is just going to run into each other. Nothing's going to have a definitive conclusion until we get to the very, very end. Uh, almost like, say, an Immortal Hulk type of deal, maybe. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the, this book just, it's not really hitting me where I, you know, it's, I'm ticklish. So I don't mind laughing when somebody, t- but it's not tickling me much. It's not tickling my fancy is what I'm saying. And it's just, I'm not that into any of the characters. I'm not interested. I we talk about waiting, double Aaron a lot. i for the giant answer yeah. also of how is Mephisto everywhere but stuck in yeah. jail at the same time. I don't know that time. we'll get that answer. <laughs> I, I, I know that we'll, we'll see. The the thing, like we always bring up double Aaron for a bunch of things. A lot of times we're laughing a lot, of, but not in this. We've said it a bunch of times. The idea that he is very invested in this book because of Mephisto and finding out that he was definitely still in Vegas. All that stuff was really stuff he was waiting for, stuff that would lead into this. I was not that into that. And now when we get to it, it's kind of a a slow burn and I'm not getting enough Ghost Rider for me to get excited as a new reader. Uh, You know, and I like the stuff with Danny. I like the stuff with Johnny, but combined, you're just 
kind of treading water, even with big things happening. I mean, a big thing happens in this. Mephisto gets broken out of jail, but still, it just doesn't hit with me. But it is Ghost Rider number four. It's written by Ed Brisson, art by Aaron Cooter and Juan Figieri. Colors by Jason Keith and letters by VC's Joe Caramanga. And it is the King of Hell conclusion. To save Earth, Johnny Blaze took the throne of Hell while its previous ruler, the demon Mephisto, was jailed in Las Vegas. Blaze remained trapped in Hell, unfamiliar with the full power and duty he now wielded. After multiple uprisings and realizing his shortcomings, Blaze headed to the Hotel Inferno for Mephisto's council. Kind of. Meanwhile, Danny Ketch is powerless. Heck after, of a psychiatrist. Yeah, really. After losing his spirit of vengeance to Blaze, although he is finally free of the curse he so desperately wanted to put behind him, Ketch couldn't leave Blaze to be corrupted by Hell's power any longer and took caretaker's ominous offer to help. And that's how you start. And through this whole issue, you do have Danny kind of like, you know, oh, man, I shouldn't be here. Uh, you know, that I sort of thing. <laughs> and basically, though, I have to help Johnny. I have to yeah. help Johnny Blaze. That's my thing. Well, you if, don't see if, her for the rest of the book either. Yeah. Well, you end up having her open up a portal that she has to stay. But yeah, the whole thing with Danny, he just keeps saying, I got to help Johnny. I'm just going to do this. I, I wish I could just go home. I really want to just get drunk. I want to do that. But yeah, you end up having caretaker just say, I can get you to limbo. But I can't go with you because I have to stay out here. I actually here. don't understand what she says. Yeah, like I can. She has open to keep a, the portal. I can open, open a portal to get you there, but I'm not sure when we're there. I can open one. Well, to that's get what us I home. think. I think that basically she's saying if if they open the portal, they go through the portal, will close, and she's not sure if they can get her. You know, I don't know if I can get us back out, so I have to stay here to keep the portal open for when. You are ready. The problem is at the end of this issue, it looks like he is, he might come back, but he's not going to come back the same because yeah. he does change. And and she gives him the deal. What we have to do, you're going to end up fighting Johnny. You're going to end up fighting all of hell. And the only way we can do this is with Belasco's help. We need the aid of necrosis or necrosis. I would say necrosis. Uh, he's like, what the hell's necrosis? Don't worry. You'll see. <laughs> it's like you know we end up having bill and ted's excellent adventures right what princesses i don't you'll know why see. anyone says yes to any of these adventures where it's always you'll see when it's i hear you going see, anywhere like, no, until you see. tell me what's going yeah, you on know what exactly. i'm gonna see my bed because i'm going to bed <laughs> i'm tired but he does go through and so you end up with danny in limbo uh where he is going to seek out what ends up being pretty much the opposite, the you know, the thing that can fight a spirit of vengeance, which we'll find out what that is. Well, then we switch over to Vegas, where you have Wong and Johnny Blaze. Johnny, and they're basically destroying these demons that are coming to get him, protecting the deal, because he wants to go in. And Johnny wants to go and get Mephisto. Well, it, it's kind of a weird fight because I do like seeing Wong and I like Wong a lot. But they fight, fight, fight these demons just to end for like, okay, we're done. And then Johnny's fight like, oh, other. no, no, I'm going to go get Mephisto. I can't let you do that. And then yep. they just fight. And, yep. and so it, it's it's okay. You know what I mean? But it's just, yeah. it kind of feels Very just like weird. filler. It's usually, it works the opposite way. Like, they, yeah. they fight at first, and then they team up to take on the oncoming threat. Yeah. It worked almost backwards this time. And it I, did. I, I and it just really it just felt like filler by the end, because it's just, let's fight, fight, fight these demons. Now we're going to fight each other. Now I do like what Wong says to, to Johnny, because oh. Johnny's kind of upset. 
And it's almost like, even though you didn't ask Johnny, uh, we were going to save you. We were working on it. We just couldn't figure it out. You know, Dr. Strange, me, we, we didn't know what to do. Uh, so we were just going to get to you eventually. And he says, we couldn't leave the throne vacant. Then we couldn't also risk sending Mephisto back. That makes sense. You need somebody on the throne of hell. Yeah. You have to have that. If you don't have Johnny, Johnny's it's almost like their Johnny pick. was the one that took yeah, the, it's, it's the, the fall. It's the bad thing for Johnny, but it is the, you know, the greatest of all the evils of having Johnny on the throne. Now, Johnny's pissed because, number one, all those demons were revolting. He says it even here. But also, he didn't understand the power. He was like the greatest American hero, which you won't know what I'm talking about. But he ended up getting his super suit. He didn't have Is instructions. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was not. That was the last action hero. How dare? Where's my how dare you? I mean, that is terrible. Up ah, yes. there, David Lee Roth. He's, you yes. know, it was a TV show with William Cat, who really, to me, has some of the curliest hair uh, I've ever seen. But yeah, he ended up getting a super suit without the instructions so he didn't know how to use it and that's kind of how you ended up having johnny stuck on the throne of hell and that's a pretty big responsibility with not able you know not knowing how to use it so he he's pissed and he is pissed like really like you were gonna get me eventually every second felt like an eternity and you think that this is something i'm gonna thank you for well that's not happening all these demons they're running amok on earth uh i gotta get mephisto over my dead body all right here we go and it's pretty big point like i said not a lot happens in my mind overall progression because we kind of do end up with an issue that is almost like simple jack here yeah he ends up using the penance stare and yeah wong's having problems so there are big things that happen but i'm saying overall at the end i'm like okay pretty much you know you got mephisto but you don't see anything happening yet with that you also at the end have danny turn into what is the spirit of corruption which we'll say uh as we go here because you do have johnny go in say to mephisto hey buddy you know I'm here and Mephisto's just talking trash right away. You know, the band's all back together. This is awesome. You come to break me out. We're going to have some fun. Let's go get a drink. He's like, no, no, no. You're here for me. Uh, I'm going to end up taking you and you're going to tell me the details about how and how to keep these demons in. I need your advice. Now, why you can't get the advice through the bars that's, uh, you know, whatever. But he does say, I'm going to break you out. And you're going to tell me. Mephisto says, yeah, good luck. You know, Dr. Strange, Wong, they have so many different incantations and magic on these. There's no way you're going to be able to break this down. And Johnny's just like, yeah, I don't care about magic spells. I'm going to wrap my chain around here and I'm just yanking the door off, which he does. Mephisto's like, all right, I'm back. Let's go get some drinks. And basically, Johnny's like, no, now I'm going to wrap the chain around you and you're going to go where I go. And yep. so he Time ends up just ride, pulling him. Boy. Yeah, he's, he's pretty much, you know, pulling him behind. Uh, you go off to Limbo again with Danny, who's walking, trying to find, you know, these things that he was supposed to find, especially this necrosis. And he does end up finding Belasco. Uh, you did have caretakers say Belasco will find you. You don't really have to find him. And he does. And you get, you know, some dialogue just of like, oh, hey, what are you doing? Creeping. Uh, you know, you creeping around, you creeper. And he's like, hey, I'm just kind of here. I'm trying to find necrosis. I'm trying to find Belasco. And 
you just have just not not much going on at yeah. this point, basically. It doesn't really lead to anything other than the big wow moment at the end. Yeah, and he says, so listen. A lot of fireworks to get yeah. there. And he says, I I need you. I, I need this necrosis, whatever it is. I need to borrow it. You need to give it to whatever it might be. I need it because my brother, Johnny, you know, spirit of vengeance, ghost rider. He's kind of a little off. He's gone mad. He was in hell. He, he doesn't know how to work it. All these demons. But we, I have to help him. And I was sent here because they said you can help with something called necrosis. And it's funny, too, because then you end up with. Velasco go, what do you know of necrosis? Well, we know he doesn't know anything. No. And then he just says nothing. You know, hey, I hear it can help. You humans. They laugh, say just like a human, you don't care. You know, you don't care that we hate you. You know, you don't care that limbo, what we've gone through, all this. And you come to plead for help. Um, But he says, I'm a fair ruler. You can fight. If you end up winning this fight, then I'll help you. It's one of those like cheating things. Is is Belasco? Is he like Tom Brady? Is he? Because Tom Brady is a gem. But I think he's scouting Danny here, and yeah, that's I don't about know, it. Because Danny does not do that great. I mean, uh, he's no, he gets hit all. by a mace. Because what ends up happening is this weird looking centaur looking thing comes with six arms, and the it shows up and just starts beating the crap out of Danny. Danny's trying to stop it. And then after, you know, nothing, Belasco then just seems to behead it and give the victory to Danny. And I'm like, what was going on? Why, why did you waste this? And I guess maybe the fight had to happen. I don't know. I don't know. And I looked up necrosis and couldn't find anything in relation to this or what this might mean. So this might be something that I'm missing out on. But it seems that he wants to have Danny since he's no longer a spirit of vengeance because he got that taken away from him by Johnny. He wants him to be the spirit, the limbo spirit of corruption. And it must be something along the lines of, you know, oh, we're going to get back at hell. This is kind of funny, like how we're going to do this. And, you know, you and your so-called brother are going to be enemies now and all that. But it does seem that he gets turned into necrosis now. Yeah, if that's, that's the my case. guess. Although it's not super clear. It's not clear. Where the I wish, cliffhanger yeah, leaves I off. I wish but. that what it would have been was. Oh, now, now, tell me what you know about necrosis. The helmet is the giveaway to me. Yeah, the thing is, though, if you look at the helmet, it does alter a bit. It yeah. ends up having a open mouth instead of being closed sword? before. Is the sword the I guess, away? but he had some things. I, I just wish that when he said, what do you know about necrosis? Not a hell of a lot, just that it can help. Is that so? And then he just says, pleading for, I wish it was been like, ne- you you had necrosis in you all along. Or, you I know, think it's, it's just the previous necrosis didn't have a face, so they covered the whole nah, thing. And this one's got a mouth, you, so they you, are, you let's, let's show his mouth. Necrosis is just limbo talk for hepatitis, is what it is. <laughs> it's horrible. So he's like, now you have the necrosis. He's like, really? I didn't sleep with anybody. Could be and worse. Wah, There's a wah, shot for wah, that, buddy. It's like, just end like that. But it does look, at least we know he has the spirit of corruption. And he works now for Belasco. And I like the idea. It, it's It seems, like I said, it is big, I guess. But I don't really know what, what that is anyway. Uh, be, and when he got the spirit of vengeance taken away, horse, he, he looks like a uh, Goro with a giant extended yeah. horse body, and uh, you know from Mortal so Kombat. So what you're Remember saying, sexy, 
Sexy. It's yeah. what you just said. Sexy <laughs> as true. all. And I'd say sexy as hell, but he's more sexy as limbo. Oh, uh, there we yeah. go. So yeah, you have this. Did- and also it does end up looking like cloud sword in uh, final fantasy seven as well. It's just a little darker though. Uh, one of those big swords, but yeah, he ends up burning out. You end up having Belasco kind of turn him with a spell. It's, it's pretty like very horror ass comic deal. He does pick up that sword. Like you said, and so, yeah, that that seems to be the only thing that I wish is when that monstrosity came with its six <laughs> arms and sexy body came yeah. and said, Horseback. hey, necrosis, come to me. And then, you know, <sighs> you know, why the long face? Stuff like that. And then saying, don't mind my yeah, friend. He's ne- never called really by yeah, name. That's what or I anything. mean. Yeah. Maybe they should like, hey, don't mind. He doesn't talk. His voice is a little Names horse. Names are our friends in comics, people. We can yeah. use them a little more yeah, often so at than the we end, get he's them the sometimes. spirit of corruption, and that's how you end. And it does have next issue. Looks like he then is off helmetless at this point with Punisher well, and Wolverine. And as that, I always, said, that always does us you show all well, the ladies right? your new gear. Yeah, I, I don't know. know he, he looks a little burnt out. Look at look at his eyes. They look well, like he, they're like he, he mentioned earlier in the drink or earlier in the. Uh, <laughs> see where I'm going yeah, with this? I know. Earlier really, in the issue he needed a drink. He did so. need a drink. You're like I, that's the one thing that you're like, yeah, like, man I, of my cloth, yeah, right you there. Actually, thought to yourself, now I'm finally getting a character yeah. that. I can get ten behind. Ten. Like I can get behind <laughs> on top, under whatever the heck he wants with that drink, and uh, you end up so he's there with Wolverine and Punisher. Even like it's like a Savage yeah. Avengers type yeah, deal. And now I want to tell you that, uh, or ask you because I see they have a letter page, right? It would yeah. it be funny if there was a podcast out there that that's all they did was read the letter page? But that's so I'm not going to do that. The what letters. I want to ask you though is there is a letter. By a Sean O. Siniadi from Ireland. I yeah, probably missed that. It's not but my alias. He starts off, Dear Flame Brains, right? You got that. Yeah. I think that's what I need because I keep writing in and I try to come up with an end. You, uh, know, you don't get the hook off and the And I bat. don't know the hook. Like, is, yeah. it, is it the, like, Miss Marvel, if I really want to be like, hey, in big and you see that I'm lost. I don't yeah. know. Like, what would I? Ha- yeah, that, would I that's be? a tough one. Like for Miles. Hey, Miles smiles. Like right there, there. I'm not getting in. What about uh? I don't hey, know. Stretch Constrongs. Yeah, you're worse than me. Don't even do it. Please. And I used to send mail to the DC podcast. Man, your grammar's terrible. So you're like, hey there. I'm telling you. Like, I would write in the guy. I didn't know what to do. And I did write in, I think it was Miles. Mm. And I wrote in, hey. That's what I did. I didn't know what to put. And I thought to myself, I think that people have these ins. They, they have these catchphrases. Yeah. Like it would be like, Webheads or something, but that doesn't yeah, yeah, go yeah. for miles to me. Hey, no. invisible spider men's, would that be good? Right? That's like, <laughs> hey there, jerk offs. Uh, hey, I was gonna do that. Yeah, there you go. It's like, how about this? Savage Avengers. We, we're not gonna talk about it, but how about I lead with this? Hey there, uh, Patrick Searcher, you jerk. How about that? Do you think that would get in there? <laughs> like, hey, I really like the book, you clod. That's what I'm going to do from now on. I don't like Patrick Searcher, by the way. So maybe I'll do that. But yeah, at the end of this, I just saw that flame brain. So I'm like, this is what I'm missing. This is the last bit. You need one. I don't have, 
a catchy entry Rule number way. one of marketing right there. You got it a is. tagline. So what book can we, we can write in the star. I can say, hey there, bright stars. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know that the sun is a star? Yeah. Like, yes, I'm we not, did. I'm not great at puns. Uh, hey yeah. there, reality. Uh, hey there. Yeah, I don't know, people. Hey, let's get stoned. <laughs> reality stone Wake that is. Whoa. <laughs> uh, it's not working. Let's get I'm never faded. getting in there. There we go. Right. <laughs> yeah, really faded. <laughs> hey there, kid and play. Can I say that? All right. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Sure. But this, uh, this issue, I am going to give a seven. Uh, I like the art enough. I just. I was a little confused at the end, but not confused enough because you end up with, okay, he's a spirit of corruption. Yeah, I think I that's think, pretty I think cool. we're guessing correctly, yeah, to be I think honest so with too, you. Which we rarely do, but yeah, uh, yeah so with, you know, it's, it's with no, this it's whole no deal. It's going on a limb here like Dracula being the king of vampires type thing. You yeah, know? yeah, that, that still might come more like that, let that me, story let me hasn't guess. ended yet. Let me guess what a one shot is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll go with that. Spider bite one shot. But yeah, I'm going to go seven out of ten. I think that some big things happen here. Obviously, you know, Mephisto out, Spiritica, but you only get the thing. You don't get how it's going to work out from there. That'll be the next issue, it seems. Now some big things are bound to happen. And by the end, though, I was kind of excited about it. I was a little more into this than I have been, I think. I can't even remember what I gave it, but I think I'm around a 775 each issue. That's where yeah. I said. I'm not, you know, yeah, really around right. there myself for the series. I'm going to give this one a seven as well. I, I'm not as crazy about the art as you are, but I don't know. Some of the yeah. developments, even though it, it felt like it took a long time to get there, like the, the back yeah. half of the book was where everything kind of cool happened and the it, front it half is, was just kind of like, it is a eh, quick read though. What's going on? I was reading this. I think and all I was of gone. our books, like I, yeah. I almost got ready reading these books in a half hour today. You know, if the kids weren't screaming, yeah. it, it would have, uh, really been a straight half hour. <laughs> yeah. Right. Really. Um, you know, not, not one split up in, in pieces, but they are know, pretty it, quick. Yeah, all of them are. This isn't drowned in dialogue or anything. It's just the beginning half of the book. It didn't get me excited. And then the yeah. back half of the book kind of rehooks well, you. Again. I would say that it's because Bendis is a DC. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. That's uh, shade yeah. right there. Venom. You write enough. 22. Enough is in next. one book for spreading around yes. the love for three yes. others. Yes. Venom number 22. It's legacy numbering 187. It's also Venom Island part two. All like of we that. have more issues of Venom than 187. I don't know. Maybe yeah, they've just maybe. been pumping them out lately. It, yeah. it feels that way. Yeah. Well, here it is. This is pumped. All right. Donnie Cates writing. Pencils by Mark Bagley. Inks by Andy Owens. Colors by Frank Martin and Eric Arcianega. And letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. Weeks Venom ago, a massive Island. symbiote dragon called the Grendel escaped government custody and wreaked havoc across New York. Eddie Brock, a.k.a. Venom, was able to defeat the monster, but a remnant of it was discovered and bonded to the near-death form of Cletus Cassidy, resurrecting his bloodthirsty symbiotic alter ego Carnage. Eddie was only able to stop Carnage by absorbing the Grendel and killing Cassidy in the process, but by consuming the Grendel, Eddie awakened Null, god of the abyss and creator of the symbiotes, who is now free at the periphery of the galaxy and headed for Earth like he has been since Eric was on yeah. the podcast. It should it should really state that last sentence. Reheaded for Earth yeah. after the initial conflict that had him back in Eric the cage. Eric was talking. <laughs> He's like, "What's up with Null?" I said, "Well, let me Pretty tell much, you, uh, everything. Eric, you can jump in here and be <laughs> right back where yeah. you left off." And I off, said, buddy. "Oh, he's, he's on the way to Earth. 
thought he was there. And he's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, he's he's in like 17 books each week. And to make matters worse, it seems that neither Carnage nor the Grendel is as dead as Eddie once thought. And we've talked about this whole deal with Null. We've talked about the idea of Donny Cates keeps bringing him up. People were afraid he'd be in Thor. He said, not yet. He ends up then recently, Wraith, uh, the book gets announced. It's with Null. And so all the, (laughs) this is the thing though. And I've said it all along. I don't mind Null being mentioned or in Venom. That's where he belongs. That's where, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole story is. It's all this other stuff. And then you mix in that this, you know, Thor feels like a continuation of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a continuation of the Thanos stuff, which was a continuation. Everything ends up, and that's neat if you're fully on, 100%, 10 out of 10 going. Uh, I'm starting to get a little tired of it. I'm not getting tired of Venom. This is the book that is one of our favorite books since we started doing this podcast. I don't know after this, this issue, issue isn't I'm great. tired of Venom I'm Island. saying this <laughs> issue isn't great because, again, it is kind of just a set-up issue. It's very similar to that Ghost Rider in my mind that you have a couple things happening, some big stuff. But it's just I want to kind of get on to something new. I really want to have Dylan and Eddie together working their things yeah. out i think that donny cates might do and obviously has some issues yeah. from this issue and, and, to and work out. you end up he's got issues and tissues and you end up with i think donny cates has a lot <laughs> of stuff going on yes and he's <laughs> juggling stuff and i think he needs to calm down a bit Focus you even said that enough. this book seems like and all the stuff seems to be heading towards the next big venom event the next big thing going I kind of want this book to kind of step back and have a couple issues, maybe even, you know, a four issue deal of let's just get back to, you know, the basics. Let's go back, Dylan (laughs) and and Eddie. This book's always had that feeling, but at first it didn't really, it wasn't so obvious because you didn't know what it was leading to. It was more of a surprise, but now you're just sitting back. You're like, oh, I'm waiting for that to come again. And, you know, when is it getting here now? And and it's it's a weird thing. I'll give it one thing too with Danny Cates too, is that it's one of those where, you can't really say, well, if, if I, I pity the people who are Venom fans that weren't in the absolute carnage. It's almost like you, you had to read that, right? It's not yeah. like oh, yeah, if, you if you're that. reading DC, it's not like you're a Supergirl fan and you know you have to read all of the year of the villain or the infected but if you didn't you're kind of screwed in your book i think it's kind of like a little bit if you're a batman fan you read all the scott snyder stuff you you kind of were forced into metal you read metal because you wanted to see how that all continued like more because like venom just you only had crossovers and it's it's where the book all cletus stuff and all that was going so I, i would hope but I just need something of a, I don't know if it's a cool down, maybe a step back, but we're on Venom Island and you have Eddie and he's talking about how he was there before he said this, you know, already when he was going, but he's running and he ends up finding this cachet of weapons that he knew of before. He basically says, uh, when we were here on the island before me and my symbiote, we ended up kind of you know, enjoying some stuff. And we ended up finding this weapons depot. We know where it is. And because that, because Cletus, because the carnage uh, symbiote more correctly, hasn't found it or come for it yet. I realized that my symbiote is fighting it off more than I thought, you know, it could. So it's actually doing the deal. And through this, you get a lot of narration through him thoughts of, I'm going to get carnage off of you. I am going to end up, you know, 
getting you back. Uh, and so basically it's a, and again, a quick read because all he does is go down to where these weapons are. You see the weapons. Uh, it ends up where it looks like he's looking through the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon when he does see them there. You know, I don't know if yeah. you, you know what I'm talking about, Brandon, but and that's then, the one, uh, Darth Vader flies. It's no, all black, right? You are wrong. <laughs> uh, and then with that, like all of a sudden you end up with one page of Predator. Where you see yeah. the, the the pig getting attacked uh, through a heat signature. I'm like, all right. And then you go back to Dylan. Dylan's there with Normie having the pretty much like the sleepover that never ends until Eddie yep. comes back. Yeah, they're, they're roomies. Yeah, they're roomies. So you end up having Dylan. He's having, you know, nightmares. Freddy and Kruger this is nightmare. not, and this yeah. is the thing. It, it wouldn't be shocking to anybody because he's messed up and not just him everything involved hey, with them that we want to find out thing we don't know much, anything yeah. about with sleeper that whole and all power that. sleeper's yeah. been around but he has a dream where it ends up that it looks like eddie ends up turning into null and it's almost like ah you know let me out let me out and he wakes up and you end up having normie saying you know what, what, what was in your dream you kept saying it's a weird way. Normie feels really weird in this. Yeah, and I does. don't, it's really odd because it seems like number one, they were best friends, fast friends. And Normie really should be thanking Dylan every second of the day for saving, saving his, his life. Yeah. yeah. So when they wake up, he's like, Hey, who's the king in black? And uh, what? And he's like, You kept saying it in your dream. He's like, I don't know, Normie. I don't know. And Norm's like, okay, I'm going to go get breakfast. I'll see you in a minute. I'll get you some what, breakfast. What time is this? You know, it looks like he woke up, up in the morning. It just looks like o'clock. he just woke yeah. up in the morning. And, uh, you know, it's he uses his nightmares as a alarm clock, which I do because my nightmare is waking up. So there you go. I Hey, hey, uh, Normie's there with me. And he's like, what uh, were you saying? Like, you want to die in your sleep. What does that mean? I'm like, never mind, Normie. You, you don't want to know. But you end up, Normie closes the door to a shaking and afraid Dylan, who's now doing that move where you have your knees up and you're hugging your knees because yeah. you're so scared. Weirdo. What? Why would he say that? Normie, he had the. He is an Osborne. They're all a little that off. That is true. But still, he was also, <laughs> he ended up having to get the, you know, it the symbiote out of us. It's yeah. just odd. And he got saved. You he has seen. You say that about your best, you know, and your it even seems, buddies, your boys. It says within weeks before this, you had Normie see the craziest stuff. I mean, if anything, both of them should have the worst PTSD well, that I'm they don't want. It was weeks that Venom yeah. got rid of Grendel, so it, it can only be a couple days. All yeah, this carnage yeah. so stuff is really this is crazy. So yeah. you end up though, where underneath the bed, and I thought he was going for Sleeper because yeah, we've seen that. Sleeper, the kind of you know symbiote cat type deal, which the we don't dog, see. Whatever he turned into, and yeah. he opened gets like a cigar box where you know that's where I would keep a sliver Obviously. of the carnage symbiote. Sorry, it's what it seems his to be. stash of things he doesn't want his mom so, to find. Yeah, then he says, he's like, okay, pornos, cigars, symbiote. All right, I got it all. Check. He says, like, I won't keep you in a cage anymore. Or does he mean Clintar? Does he mean Clintar? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he says this, and uh, I'm like, is Don't this that thing is this his crazy mind being affected by Null as well, or is he absurd? I don't understand where he has it. Yeah, and he's like, I won't keep you up. like that. But then we go back to Venom Island where Eddie is pretty much, you know, he's Rambo. 
uh, yeah. including yeah, having the bow and arrow. Plus predator. And I love yeah. it. He's like, all right, what we have. And it's this explanation of the, we, when me and the symbiote were here, we ended up looking into the history of things. And this island got bombed. It got bombed because the, you know, the anti-aircraft sirens did not go off. I'm like, we're getting too much. I don't really get, you know, care about that. But OK, it leads to him saying we fixed it. And you're going to use the sirens as the sound Draw the symbiote to out. end up drawing them away from where all of these the whole island has these you know speakers and it's going to draw them towards him where he has grenades a bow and arrow and a flamethrower and the thing is though you can't have him have too much of a flamethrower or he can kill everything they don't donny cates doesn't want that so it's oh man these are old stuff i can use it but yeah the the fuel's run down in the flamethrower but boy i can shoot the arrows he ends up having again a very rambo-esque flaming arrow at one point things going on and yeah that he ends up drawing all these symbiotic animals to them which again i'm like i don't i'm not familiar with the story think that of led a better plan because once your ring of fire goes away you're screwed yeah really he's the man in black with the ring of fire he ends up there and he's trying to get rid of these and he's fighting this one it looks like maybe a symbiotic black panther type deal not yeah. the character the animal and it's just these crazy animals that show up too and it ends up where part of the symbiote that it has does go away from the animal goes into the ground then pops up with eddie kind of gets him and he does even say he's like symbiote snaking through the sand damn it brock should have seen that coming i'm like i didn't even get what was happening at first and i had to sit there either until he gave us the hint verbally and then i'm like okay i see but it it ends up getting the hand that eddie has on this bow and arrow and ends up breaking the bow And it's wrapped around his hand. Well, then it ends up, I guess, where Carnage can then kind of pop in and out or it is. But it's Carnage now basically laughing at him. And up until this point, what what Eddie wanted to do was to pretty much make a deal. Listen, give me back my symbiote. He's yelling at this. He's basically in his mind. I've trapped, you know, Carnage symbiote out there. I'm going to make it a deal. The deal is you give me back my symbiote. We will leave you. You can live here forever. Now, I never got the idea that the Carnage symbiote wanted to live there forever because that's not really its MO. So I'm like, what are you doing? Like, the, the, the funny thing about it is, is that Eddie and the symbiote, this is their dream place. They, he even yeah. says when he's like, oh, man, you know, back in the day when I was here, this is where I ended up wanting to retire. I wanted to just stay here. Me and my symbiote, we were going to chill. We were going to watch some Netflix, maybe get Hopefully a little get sexy. get some more fuel because we're running low yeah, on really, that, but, yeah, you know, really. never but mind This that. is what he wanted to do originally when he got yanked off the island. I don't know why he thinks Carnage would want this, but he does say, we'll leave you. We'll never say where you are. You know, one of those where we'll just get out of here. We'll get out of your face. You can do what you want. But it's it's the Carnage symbiote. You, you, the Carnage symbiote. Now, maybe the plan is. Don't play fair. And again, maybe the, the plan is I get the symbiote back. Now I'm going to build Belichick this deal and I'm going to cheat as well. And you get the symbiote. Now you can fight. Um, but while this symbiote, while Carnage is saying, you know, deal, I don't want any deal. Like you're you're really not paying attention. I just want everything and I'm going to bring it all down. And it has Eddie around the hand and Eddie then takes out his machete and cuts his hand off. Yeah. That's so now connected in you. the symbiote. 
And if I, I was don't... the symbiote, I would just grab onto his other hand. Now you got the hand. I done by the neck. <laughs> Cut off your neck, there, buddy. Let's see. Yeah. Cut off the head. What's next? I, it's gonna I be don't... like Batman in that dark universe. Yeah, book. really. I just I don't really. I, I for some reason that it's not hitting me the 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 wow well, factor. The cliffhanger loses its oomph when you see the cover yeah, to the next, next issue, and he's got two hands. He's got I mean, two I hands. don't anticipate we start the issue with him. Having two hands, but no. I, I think when he gets the symbiote back, it it gets healed and all's well again. You know, I think it just says "give me a hand," and and that's what happens, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just it's an odd thing. Can to you be hear like, me clapping? Yeah, and yeah, really. I, I, I it would be one thing. <laughs> if, yeah, really. He's like the two things. Uh, I uh, if he had a grenade in his hand, if he had a big fire, I, but we saw that the hand was wrapped around the bow. When it got hit. So I, I don't know the game here, um, but it's bloody. And then it just ends. So it's we'll good to stump. Maybe Stumping we're just, yeah. He's like, what did you Stumpy. ask me? Because now I'm stumped is he's what he says, right? He's elephant all of a sudden. Yeah, he's just there. But that I, was stampy, right? Yeah, that was yeah, stump. <laughs> like, what is stump? Uh, but yeah, I uh, I liked it enough, but not that much. I, I didn't like this issue. I did, I, I'm I was giving it the same forward. as I gave Ghost Rider. I'm giving See, it a I'm seven. I'm going a little lower. I'm oh. going to give it a 6.5. Uh, I, I was moly. looking forward to the Venom Island stuff to kind of get away yeah. from this carnage and start this book fresh, at least for a few issues. And then I knew the Null stuff was down the line and coming. But I, I, I just, I'm sick of Null. I need a little break from, you know, yeah. all of that to get back in line with this Venom book. And I thought that's this is what this was going to be, and yeah. it's not, and it disappoints me a little and, bit. And but I this, like Bagley's art. Like I, I, think I like it's it better. Remember, we said last last issue yeah. that we it, uh, it does look we were trying than to get ready. I think it was it. better, but there were th- some things that I kind of did get a little confused. But I liked it more than last issue. I think it fit better this issue than it did last, actually, because we were even. I think that it was mainly because we wanted Ryan Stegman. He wasn't there, yeah. so you have yeah, that yeah. little bit of a. You know, a grace period where we're like, he oh man, it's not Ryan Stegman. The well, centric issues, yeah. not only when yes. he's uh, not the ones he's only alluded to. And- exactly. Uh, but yeah, once now we know the deal. I did like the art. I thought the art was pretty good. So what? What was your whole score? Six, what? six, five. I mean, I have some six, problems with five. the story. I'm just a little sick of the whole null yeah. uh, everywhere all the time thing. Yeah, I, I'm with you. But here we're going to go now to some mail. Do you have the time to drive me and Brandon line? And with sites, my book comics at gmail.com. We will read them all at the wrong turn, says mail call. Whether they're positive or when they are not. You can give a shout out to your peeps. Make fun of Brandon, but not me. It's all for the weekend show. Brandon lives in Buffalo. Now here's something to say. Yo, it's mail call. All right, and it is mail call. And if you want to get involved in the mail and become the star of the show, kind of like the last book we're going to talk about, uh, you can email us in at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com, just like my man Steve. And Steve, he's going to throw shade, as he always does there. Brandon, he says, hey, Thor (laughs) is back, and I'm going to hit you with my walker, and I did like it. 
That's what he says. I it's funny. Hate the first Thor issue. I'm just over the King Thor, like Jason Aaron stuff. You know, the Moving first issue it. of Thor, I, I was a little let down by. I, I didn't yeah. like it as much as I, a lot. I so he's yelling at right. me. I liked it oh, for, I thought that was okay. It just I think uh, I had it people agreeing with me. The Greg yeah. Capullo shout out too, didn't I? Oh my, yeah, you <laughs> did. I thought that was nonsense, but uh, to me, it felt more like, hey, it's a Donny Cates book than a Thor book, if that makes sense. I wanted more Thor. I thought the beginning with Loki and the whole deal with the realms and when he was just sitting on the throne throwing uh, a Molnir that the then would around. end up saving the Avengers while he's just sitting there bored. I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was great. Once you end up, and I'm really sick of Cosmic Ghost Rider, and we love the Cosmic Ghost Rider, yeah. you know, mini. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him too much. And it's one of those where, you know, Donnie Cates said, hey, listen, he read it. There isn't going to be null in this book. You're wrong saying that. No, no, no. He's just going to have his other characters in there. I I don't need that for a first issue. I don't mind if it would have been the third issue where all of a sudden give me some Thor first and then don't hint at stupid stuff that we're done with, like being unworthy or weak. I don't need that. Here we go. He says, those are questions you asked during your Thor one episode if he liked it because I said, here we go. If Steve's going to yell at me in the answers. I thought the Molnir open was really cool. So did I. He did a good job of quickly breaking down the Ten Realms so that this is someone's first Thor. They can follow the geography. All right. I agree. I agree. Please do not go anywhere near Thor's worthy unworthiness. Enough of that. Jason Aaron did a great job. He's worthy. End of story. Now, this is where, and he continues, but this is where I thought, here's the deal. It's a weird number one of Thor where you're going to be more confused not about Thor. You're going to be more confused about who are all these other guys showing up with Galactus and why are they there and why are they talking about this black one? It's like the other, it's the Kate stuff that ends up being more confusing and more, you know, infuriating to me. But I share your worry of Kate's books and crossover characters and the, oh my God, is this just Guardians 13? And here comes <laughs> no and Cosmic Ghost Rider. You're right. In that Silver Cosmic Surfing. Ghost Rider does poop. Jack poop, he says. He cursed there, but he also put poop for me, so I knew to say poop, Brandon. That was very nice. For such a cool character, he doesn't do much cool stuff since his first miniseries. I said that. I love it. I love that first miniseries. And it was like one of those things where... I didn't need him afterwards as much. Uh, Mm. Cosmic Ghost Rider. He's Belky. He's comic relief now. Just one-liners. Well, don't be ridiculous. Cosmic Ghost Rider. I wanted to say it's Comic Book Roundup. You know, that character, Comic Book Roundup, yeah. is overexposed now, just like the Batman who laughs. And I, here's the thing I'm not going to go that far because Null is the Batman who laughs. Yeah. The a Cosmic Ghost Rider, he's, you know, I don't know. He's also the Batman. He's they slightly yeah. less. He's super Lex. Yeah, maybe. Awesome character, <laughs> but let's pump the brakes a bit. That being said, I did really like the Galactus surprise and the whole Herald thing. I'm not sure how I feel about it down the road, but for the moment, it's a new idea that's never been done with Thor, so I'll give it an open mind. The problem is it has been done, and it was in at least a what-if, and it's the what-if Thor became the Herald of Galactus that came out in 2006. Yes, that's not a continuity thing. It is a one-if, but that was the one-if. What if Thor becomes Galactus? Count as a one shot of the year. Well, it it actually is volume one, number one, but we're not in 2006, Brandon. I hate (laughs) to tell you. Sif is Heimdall's sister, so it makes sense she's the new watchdog for the Bifrost. I love that. 
Also, like even though too. I hate Dragon Ball Z and all the Super Saiyan nonsense, Harold Thor looked awesome, looked okay. You were a little uh, let yeah, down Yeah, I didn't by like that. that splash page drawing as much as the yeah. art and the rest of the issue. That was my one beef about it. Yeah, yeah. Kate seems to have the voice of the ancillary characters like Volstagg and Loki. So overall, I'm very pleased with the first issue, as long as he doesn't Katesify it and do the same thing he's done in his other books. But that's what it's pointing towards for me. That's why I'm upset yeah, we'll a little. Then I think then it will be a good run. I also said that this didn't seem like the start. Like it almost seemed like the, how he did the guardians of the galaxy. I got done 12 issues and I'm out. This does not feel like the start of a seven year run. It doesn't feel like a, you know, a Jason Aaron type run. And maybe people don't want that anyway, but it, it just felt like it was there to serve other purposes for Donnie Cates. I Cates Thanos wins arc was super bad, but, uh, again, though, that kind of ended up continuing. I like that a lot, well. too. Yeah. I don't know what Black Winter is, but it certainly sounds like a Viking death metal band. Yeah, I, I'll go with that, too. But I also think it's just another way to say no. Ultimately, Cates is a great writer when he doesn't fall back on his character crutches. If he gives us some bad or some good Beta Ray Bill and Thor stories like we should be getting, then I'll give him unconditional praise. I just... I wanted good Guardians of the Galaxy stories, and we didn't get that. Uh, no, so that I'm was worried. a letdown. I'm I actually that overall score eight five. I love Jason Aaron's run and read the entire series twice. So Kate's has big shoes to fill on an important character to Marvel, but I think he can do it as long as he avoids the mistakes you mentioned in your review and I mentioned above. So see, he's not throwing that much shade. Thanks for helping me keep my sanity during my terrible, terrible back recovery. He had back surgery, so that's the thing. He's a real pain in the back, they say. But (laughs) why can we curse at DC but not Marvel? I'm a man who likes to curse. Little has he realized we have not really cursed on the DC podcast in over like two or three months now. We, We backed off from that as well, and we ended up starting the Marvel podcast and I said uh, we're pretty much going to do all the opposite that we did with the DC or at least learn from the mistakes and I think the overabundance of F-bombs held us back a little on the DC deal and I ended up legitimately if you really want to know what happened I ended up hearing uh, Adam Sandler on Howard Stern talking about how when he first started cursing was a crutch and it doesn't really lead to anything being funnier or better and i thought you know what that's kind of right you should be able to if you, you say something's effing this it's still just that so i figured yeah we don't need that crutch anymore i like to curse as well especially when oh. i get angry i, I yeah, like the I'm exclamation like point yeah sometimes. so uh the thing is though i only curse when i'm around eric and then that led to the podcast. I don't curse when I'm at home. My kids take care of that no, when see, they curse me out. No, Lastly, I'm, I'm curious what people's overall thoughts on the Loki series were. I liked it and were sad. I never finished it. I did. I ended up and I thought it was good. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I And it's a shame. It's just people didn't want it. But I think it's obvious by now I'm, I'm biased reading Thor and his clan. See you, losers. Smell you later, losers, he says. JK. Just kidding. Love you. And it's funny. When I first read that, I almost did it again. Who's this JK? He's talking about that he loves, but it's just kidding. And that's Steve. And yeah, I like the Loki book. I thought it was fun stuff, but you know, it's done. It's, it's, I love Superior Spider Man too. 
That's yeah. done. I liked Fre- I, I liked Friendly Neighborhood Spider. Man, I'm not going to say I love that, but I liked it. No, That's cool. I think it's so, time yeah. had run out on that book. Yeah, it, it just it never seemed like um, that book. It never seemed like Tom Taylor really had his heart fully into telling a big story. He just wanted to tell these little stories, and I yeah, think yeah, I think things. that it kind of ran out. But Superior Spider Man, that yep. was good stuff. Miss it, it every day more and more. Yeah. Yeah, that we. Uh, I don't even know what you would say right now. I have a couple books that I really enjoy, but they're not really your thing, like Magnificent Miss Marvel that I talked about on Friday. Like I still have those, but overall, the the bigger books and the things we're still waiting, I think, for our next like Cosmic Ghost Rider or next Superior Spider Man. I hope that comes quick. Uh, yeah. Maybe, possibly, it might be the book that we're going to end with for me, but not you. No. You are not into it. Next email well, on the last one. I want to be, but I, I'm missing something. And I yeah, don't, I know. I don't. <laughs> a brain. Uh, the yeah. next one well, is you too many brain cells That's killed. genetics. That's that not my fault. That is true. It's all in the genes. Uh, that's what I say when I am naked. And you have Dino <laughs> next, and he says, hi, Jim and Brandon. Never this knew is them. 2020, baby. New Year's means new comics. So does every Wednesday. Right. My thought as far as potato chips go, I agree with Jim that you can outgrow barbecue chips. I still want to know if anybody's got regular chips and put barbecue sauce on it. Then be pretty Oh, good. that's garbage. My favorite is most likely Utz potato chips. And so cool that Walmart here finally started selling him. Yeah. You guys are lucky on the East Coast because they're everywhere. Utz, uh, factory. They didn't used to be. The funniest is they were That's all, a new thing. It's big for me. The Utz is very close to us. It's like an hour yeah. away from me. So we always See, we had we never Utz. had Utz. When I moved away to Maryland, Utz is like, that's when I was introduced to Utz chips. Yeah. And then by the time I moved back to new york they were kind of making their way around here and I now like they're Uts. everywhere i'm more of a martin's chips fan uh, yeah. i like kettle cooked chips and really as i go right now I, I don't know why anybody would eat anything but a kettle cooked chip i the like normal kettle the best chips right now too. are nonsense That's they my, are yeah. bland we plain chips there's no Toyer farms that aren't oh, bad yeah. around here i like those yeah. a lot I'm telling you, why, why, if, if I'm going to eat a non kettle cooked chip, that stuff better have ridges. That's what I'm telling yeah. you. There's no reason mm-hmm. to eat a just regular chip. Nonsense. I know it's old school, but can you dedicate episode 130 to Dazzler? Her first appearance was X-Men 130 back in 1979. And since Dino is a guy who does write in a lot, he's an awesome guy. No. That's what I say. <laughs> that's no, actually, you know, we now will. that he mentioned that, that's a really good idea to, instead of football numbers, I ran out of oh, ideas once we hit you're 99. Gonna, you're going to start looking <laughs> through things like, who no, debuted in an I'm issue just, 131? I think that's a good idea. I know. I like it as well. So, yes, this is the Dazzler episode. Uh, glad to hear praise for Domino. Hot shots. I don't remember what I remember, guys. Number four had yeah, weird science in the letters page, which I did. <laughs> I don't know. He's listening to somebody else, but he did. We had the weird science mail and that. And that's what I thought about earlier as yeah, well. All the also, secret code, right? I need to go and see this. I need Dino to fill me in. Secret code. I hope the Miles yeah. Morales team prints your letter, Jim. That's what I'm saying. They're like, hey there, Morales heads. Is that good? It's not. <laughs> I sent one to Excalibur proclaiming my Jubilee name for Marvel's Mother of Dragons, Jubilee, but they don't even mention letters in that book. So my chances are slim to yeah, none. If what I about, were to pick uh, best Hey, book, Arachnerds. There you go. Yeah, that would be good. That might <laughs> be a pretty good one. 
Hey, Venom Blasters. <laughs> if I were to pick best book of 2019, I would go with something we like, but uh, it didn't get picked by anybody. Soska Sisters Black Widow, which oh, we really enjoyed. Yeah. I know yeah, I uh, that miniseries that was awesome. Really wish they were writing more. I thought more that books. was last year for some reason. No, it, no, it's it is last year, Brandon, twenty nineteen. Yeah, come on, there now. we go. No, but it is it it was a good one. I liked it. This week had a lot more books, so I'm curious which ones you guys will pick to discuss. I'm excited for next week's X Men number five. I know you guys have excommunicated those books, but there's a glimmer of hope. Laura Kinney is supposed to wear her Wolverine uniform. Of course, that is some sort of fake out. I'm calling Jonathan Hickman Trickman for all externity. Um, Aaron posted (laughs) something about some X-Men book today, and I swore that was one they already released, but I guess not X-Factor. Is that one that's not currently out? That's kind of a different thing or something. There's some weird stuff going on. I'm telling you, uh, uh, Leah Williams has, I think that's the one that she's going to have. And they kept, there was rumors that she was going to get one. So my question for you guys (laughs) is there anything are you excited for from Marvel in 2020? You both should like the upcoming issues of Black Cat. Felicia is stealing from Wolverine, and yeah, we're I'm looking actually to now Wolverine. scared to death of Wolverine because I saw it on that Iron Man checklist for God yep, knows what is. reason. For it why? is there. Hopefully, I don't know. <laughs> why? Keep why up the great job that? in 2020, Dino. And that is Dino. And yeah, uh, looking forward to I am looking. I like Black Cat, so I'll look forward to every issue of that. That's another book that I kind of is one of my deals that I do like. Uh, other than that. I've fallen back behind on that book. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what I'm looking forward to. I I just need one of those or two of those miniseries that we like, and uh, I think that that's where you end up having Marvel really, you know, making it something different for me than at DC because usually DC we get these miniseries and they're garbage, and and so yeah. when you get we avoid them. I look forward to them at Marvel. So that's that. But that is the mail. Like I said, if you guys and gals want to email in, email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com and we read everything. You can yell at us. You can tell us we're jerks. I don't mind as long as it's directed at Brandon. And then so, yeah, hopefully that'll be the case. But we're going to go right now to the last book of the night. All right, and we are going to talk about this last book, uh, Brandon, and it is... Star Twinkle Twinkle. And we like to do all the number ones when they pop out for the most part. Uh, I figured that this was going to be a book that was going to cause you some problems because you do not read Miss Marvel. 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 So it's going to be like, you know, Captain Marvel. I mean, it's one of those where you're going to have to rely on Kelly Thompson to get you caught up, which she, no. you, you thought she did. <laughs> so there, that, that's all up to you. Like it is. I mean, that's that's your deal. If you don't think so, then she obviously didn't do the job for you is probably why, like I said, it will probably end up becoming something that I talk about on the Friday show. I don't know that you're going to want to continue this the way you're saying, but we'll see. And it's star number one, Birth of a Dragon, part one, written by Kelly Thompson, art by Javier Pina with Felipe Andrade, colors by Jesus Zerbatov, and letters and design by VCs Clayton Cowles. And since you ended up having star in the Captain Marvel book, we do have a recap page. And it says Ripley Ryan was a successful reporter for Miss Magazine. The day she was assigned to interview superhero Captain Marvel, everything changed. Traumatized by a months-long kidnapping at the hands of the nuclear man, Ripley made a devil's bargain with a Kree scientist against superpowers, but that scheme failed after she nearly killed the entire population in New York City. Bear 
barely alive after Captain Marvel punched a hole in her chest. Ripley lost her powers and wound up in the Raft prison facility, but she quickly escaped after discovering a new power, one that she barely understands. Spoiler alert, she has the reality stone. And that is something that she can do. But we're going to go back to what we said earlier in my mind. It is the greatest American hero again, yeah. where she doesn't really know how to use it. It's a lot she like does, Hector's situation. She's one of those where. Yeah, it is. And it also with the reality stone, uh, unfortunately for her, it's one of those like monkey Paul wish things. If I say, you know, I wish that I had time to read. All of a sudden, I'm the last person on Earth and I <laughs> step on my glasses, stuff like that, like a, you know, one of those type of Twilight Zone things. So if she says, I wish that you would just die, that may mean that the whole world blows. You know, she has to have these thinking through things which ends up more in uh, jessica jones kind of coming to show you that but you do get a little bit of a recap of her getting her a hole punched in her chest but we already saw that or just read it so when you go with it i don't think it gave you enough of a deal she wakes up from that it's a nightmare she wakes up and you get a little deal like oh man you know uh i guess Captain Marvel killing me like that isn't going to go away overnight. I have some problems with it. Uh, I got to get moving. I got to get doing stuff. So she heads to Astoria in a villain bar where she's just hanging out and drinking. Again, yeah. you the can pop get up bar that. with no name because this thing gets blown up all the time. That. So it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have that. And that's where it's funny, too, because the whole idea of whoa, whoa, whoa there, you know, no fight, Titania, and you can't fight. While you're sitting there seeing her drinking, there yeah. are many no, there fights going on behind. I just mess. don't th- – yeah, I think that they – I think they're being jerks to, to Star. But she ends up – and you even have the glowing stone in her chest that you see – and she ends up, you know, Titania and her are going to fight. It, it's kind of a, a quick deal. Um, but she ends up getting knocked out of the window, then knocked out by a guy who looks like just a kind of a jerk in, in a, a green coat with a weird hat. But it ends up it's Loki, which is kind of a funny deal. And Loki wants the reality stone. He wants that from her. Again, though, it's here, I guess, to show you that people know that they're on her tail, that they're going to come and get it, but also that a lot of people are a little smarter than her because of the fact that she doesn't know how to use it. So when she does get, you know, pretty much pinned down by Loki, who says, I'm going to get the stone out. He's kind of drawing the stone out of her chest. Uh, She ends up then using the stone and saying, you know, I want you to go away permanently. And it looks like Loki dies for the 750 time that we've seen him die in every book and, you know, movie. So I actually thought to myself, like, really? Like, they're doing that. We see that Loki isn't really, it's not low. You know, it's one of his doppelganger deals because he's behind and he comes out as she leaves. And he's like, oh, you know, that's very interesting. And I think that it's also one of those. And he says, rude. Well, then I predicted this would be very, very bad. I suppose I really should tell someone about her having the stone. But also, I think about her I not think really that, able that's a missed opportunity. to use it as Go well. grab Wolverine and we have another fun four or five issues here. I know. Well, it even says that he kind of is, you know, a little concerned since the Infinity stuff. And uh, and me and you are the only ones who like that. We're waiting for our next thing. That would be perfect. 
Well, yeah. And and again, if you had, you know, the stones start gathering together with a Wolverine and Loki, I wouldn't mind that because I like the combination of Wolverine and Loki. I thought that was pretty cool uh, with Batista there uh, joining him would be neat. Uh, but yeah, she goes off then. Star goes off and she wants to figure out how she can yeah. you know, fix Not all this, how he, she can end up. Uh, yeah. And so she ends up going to jessica jones and again it's it's okay i like the fact that there's a lot yeah. of characters in this that's, just so the, see, we that's the thing i do like about the issue huge, too. like but, she she's yeah. introducing herself to these different characters and that's how i learn the little bits that i get out of this but i, yeah. I don't know like uh aside from the summary in the beginning of the issue like it's just not a great number one for me to to latch on to the character really so, yeah, so she goes to Jessica saying, hey, somebody's trying to kill me. Can you help me? You're a detective. You also have superpowers. This seems like something that I would need. Uh, the problem is, though, is Jessica, you know, is fond of Captain Marvel, wants to kill Star. And even when Star says, hey, uh, you know, somebody's trying to kill me, Jessica says, can you see the future? Because I want to, because you tried to kill my best friend and all that. And that's where Star even says, wait a minute. No, wait. You're you're Jessica Drew. You know, you're actually you're not Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew is who the best friend. No, no, we all like her. And, you know, she's like, it doesn't matter. We both are. It's a weird deal with we're both Jessica's and we both like her. But, yeah, the whole thing of uh, that, it kind of made me laugh a little, the whole idea. But there's not much going on in the scene. Again, it's showing you. It gives you more of Jessica's ticks than um, stars here. Yeah, yeah. You have Jessica Jones here mad and wanting to punch her, where then you end up having Star say, you know, you're going to help me. You're going to do all this. You're going to be, it's going to be the biggest thing. And then Jessica Jones has to full out explain to Star, listen. You ended up using your reality like it's too much of a narration of what just happened. The idea of, listen, you just made me want to help you, but that's separate from me wanting to punch you. So I'm going to punch you and I'm going to try to kill you, even though I do want to help you. And I'm like, all right, I get it. I get the idea, but it just was it was too long a scene. And the thing is, too. We're all, we're done the issue. This issue was so quick and, and that I'll give it credit that I think that that was kind of a plus that you go in, you have Zim Zoom, you have Loki, Jessica Jones, you end up having Titania and then you end up, uh, you know, with Scarlet Witch who shows up at the end saying basically, Hey, you know, we're going to figure things out. Uh, you know, I want to, you know, kill you right now because you're screwing everything up. And I mean, everything. And then we end. And so it, it's intriguing to me, but there's a couple extended scenes. I think that Loki scene was a little yep. bit extended. I think the Titania scene was for nothing. You really didn't get much of that, except maybe that star is a bad butt. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, it it really didn't give you that much. And then the Jessica Jessica Jones thing, I keep wanting to say Jessica Drew, uh, the Jessica Jones thing was just kind of extended as well and didn't really get you anywhere because by the end you just have Scarlet Witch show up and say, hey, you're messing up, and then we'll see how we go from there. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I like the art. I love the idea of getting a lot of the characters involved. You know, I Jessica Jones has a book coming out this coming up week that I believe is that one that is a, 
you know, repackaged version of the thing that she had from last summer or whatever that was that Double A Ron liked. Uh, so you don't get a lot of Jessica Jones. The most we've gotten to Jessica Jones for me and you at least was Contagion, and she was you yeah. know not doing that much in it. And I do like her as a character, even though I can't remember to say Jones <laughs> instead of Drew. But uh, even Spider with that, Woman. I like. I like. I know. I like, and I love Jessica Drew. And I wish that she, but I don't think maybe that call out was so that maybe she would that'll be, be our in this, new book, I, the Spider Woman one coming out. Well, I'm hoping for that because I do love the character. I've actually read a bunch of, uh, it's almost like She-Hulk where I ended up reading a lot of She-Hulk. It did me no good with the She-Hulk yeah, that we got in the Avengers. I'm like, this ain't no She-Hulk. Uh, but yeah, I've read a bunch of Jessica Drew Spider Woman. I really like it. I really like the character, but I like Jessica Jones as well. Um, and I'll tell you, I like Star. I was reading Captain Marvel when, you know, you had Star. And I thought that they jumped the gun a little by giving her a series like this. I didn't think that she was that intriguing, you know, crazy. Yeah. The biggest thing, though, is you give a somebody stone. a stone yeah. and now they become important. And that's what she has. I mean, you could give that stone to some bum in an alley in New York and the next thing you have bum number series. one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to have to do that. So if you're going to give the stone to somebody and it's it's kind of a cool thing to give them to new people, though. I, I kind of do well, like, like that. So you give some things that they're doing, at least with this round of the stones where they seem to be embedded in just nobody's yeah, yeah. randomly. And yeah, I don't know. And yeah. So Hector Batista and then Ripley things. Ryan, yeah. if we were going to say, who do you think is going to get the power stone? You really can't yeah. guess. I mean, it's, it's up for grabs. It might be somebody that we don't even know yeah. yet. So I, I do like that idea. I do think that this is going to be a book that I might enjoy, but I'm telling you some of the Captain Marvel was a struggle to get through for me. And I I actually like the character Captain Marvel and I like Kelly Thompson, but that book is kind of a hit or miss at points for me. And it's a little struggle. And I'm afraid that this is going to be like that. But if it's this quick, a thing yeah maybe if you're there buying it and you read it and you're like oh man that was a quick read i wish it had more substance and didn't go so fast um that's one thing but i i like the interactions i like all the characters so because of that it's it's my book of the week on this podcast tonight because i'm just i'm giving it an eight it's not like i'm gonna go 10 but i, I think it is i could go as low as a seven five i don't think i can go any higher but i'm gonna go eight right there to say that I'm interested in going forward. And I like Scarlet Witch at the end. I mean, at least you have, you know, a team up of Jessica Jones, Scarlet Witch and Star. That seems pretty cool. So I don't mind that. Oh, uh, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6.8. I mean, I, I liked it kind of. Uh, I just don't know a lot, a lot about Star. Uh, I really like the art. I, I think it looks really cool when she uses that reality stone power and the red all kind of shows up. And the Scarlet Witch cliffhanger really grabbed my attention. I think that's going to be cool. So uh, she's another one that messes with reality. So I think that's a cool matchup. And what I like about it is the idea, like even Hector Batista, you have these. He he didn't know how to use his, you know, no, his stone. not at all. He's he ended terrible. up where he was. He was learning by the end of that, you know, Infinity Watch, and then he ended up kind of, you know, doing some things. But I like seeing uh, them having these things. But the problem is, is that Star, it's like she knows enough to, to mess up. 
she's messing things up. You know, you end up having Scarlet Witch say it because she is trying to warp reality with the reality stone, but she doesn't quite get it. So we'll have to see what, you know, Scarlet Witch is talking about what she is. She says she's messing up everything. Uh, So we'll have to see what that means. And if what she's doing, like when she does end up trying to get Jessica to, you know, do what she wants, is that messing up things other places or with that? But yeah, and, and I'm telling you, it does even say next issue where you have that, the, the, you know, the next cover or whatnot. Looks awesome. It looks really cool. Yeah, it does. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, yeah, I love the art. The story's almost there. Like, if I got more background yeah. about her, I would have really loved this issue, I yeah. think, this week. But Yeah, and I had some background, so I'm in. Uh, the other thing that I'm telling you, I'm so out of source because we were recording and it ended up messing up the recording. I'm telling you, I'm looking at the, the issue and then looking over at our yeah, recording it's, software it's to make us. sure yeah. stuff isn't going wrong because it, it's bound to. But because of that, we're done. Yep, we we're are done. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it again. We have a, uh email that is... Weird science marvel comics at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. If you follow us, we'll follow you back. We have a website, Weird Science Marvel Comics.com, and a Patreon account that is patreon.com slash weird science, where you can support us for a dollar or more. And the more you support, the more shows you get Marvel, DC, indie, comic stuff, non comic stuff. It's a lot of shows. So uh, you can check that out if you want. But that's it. Thanks, everybody. See you in a couple days. Later.